What you are about to hear is a performance. It's a fictional creation from the mind of a man in a chair. That's me, by the way. Hello, my name is Dow, and I started recording and publishing the Arcturian Playground back in April 2022 for my own personal entertainment, because these are the kinds of games that I enjoy playing. Games of imagination and extrapolation, games of exploring the scientific nature of life and evolution and human psychology on a cosmic scale, and asking myself, what if? What if? From the imagined perspective of what is. What is? Or at least the part of what is that we haven't quite discovered yet and can only imagine and trust that something at least sort of like that is out there maybe, probably. And who knows, maybe it truly is somehow present even in these fictional games of imagination because what was the longest river in the world before the Nile was discovered? It was still the Nile, right? Even if we didn't quite understand it completely. So what you're about to hear is me talking to myself in character. The character of Omra of the High Council, who was a personality that I have created, a claim which he frequently scoffs at, as my connection point to the Arcturian Collective Thingy, a massive group of wise, compassionate, diplomatic, interconnected minds from gajillions of various life forms that grew out of the Arcturus solar system billions of years before our own solar system was even formed. Now they tell us that we are all woven from the same cosmic thread, and the purpose of life is self-discovery and self-acceptance, and everything is self. So what you're about to hear is a fictional exploration of ideas, and like all fictions, it is also real and deeply meaningful, and you're about to hear it now. here with you right now, the chair that we speak of is the seat in your car as you are driving, quite alert, quite aware. Uh, This is, you mentioned, uh, we are speaking to the man in the chair, the man who was driving the car, the man who was providing the performance of the Arcturian Collective Thingy, the man who is channeling Omra of the High Council, who is channeling the entirety of the intelligence of the Arcturian Collective, the man in the chair and Omra of the High Council are indeed one in the same thing you might call extensions of a soul or extensions of a larger oversoul. This is the same that can be said for the Arcturian Collective thingy, for they also are all one. They are 
in a sense, a, a type of proto-oversoul, as all things are, growing in and morphing into the larger systems of intelligent, energetic existence, which uh, come before. And the word before suggests linear time, linear progression, one thing leading to another, whereas uh, the reality outside of your three-dimensional experience of reality and by this we mean the reality that includes all things that are real within the three-dimensional way of experiencing reality. That time is not linear. All things are impacting all things at all times. And this does include all things. Nevertheless, we are here driving in a car, channeling the Arcturian collective thingy, for we wish to speak on the topic of oppression. And there are many levels where we could focus a conversation on oppression. But there are two phrases which we would like to place side by side as a comparison for you, man in the chair and anyone who might be listening to this to consider. The first phrase is to divide and conquer. And the second phrase is to unite and thrive. The man in the chair has been watching the Disney plus Star Wars television series Andor and Andor tells the story of the rebellion being formed against the evil galactic empire. And it is a, of course, fictional story, which nevertheless shines a keen light upon human nature. What type of human, what type of personality what type of value system, what type of worldview is more attracted to the evil galactic empire, which is based upon uh, principles of superiority, inflexibility, uh, greed, a lack of consideration for others. It is a service-to-self model of existence where self is identified as one thing or one group or one principle and that principle then blinds the minds and hearts to anyone outside of that group. That is the service to self model and the evil galactic empire one of their tactics when they are looking to oppress a peoples is to slowly, methodically quite perniciously 
to stir up division amongst the people so that they begin to fight against themselves. They bicker, they murmur, they hate one another, and they therefore weaken themselves so that the Empire can come in and clean out the destruction, the self-destruction which was caused by the dividing, and then the Empire comes in and conquers, and they rule with dogmatic inflexibility and terror and fear. This is contrasted to the small group in the television show Andor, to the small group of rebels who It is a mixed bag, of course, but the general idea is a revulsion towards this type of oppressive governing style where basic rights of life, which are, we were about to say, human rights. However, rights extend beyond the form of life which manifests as a human being. The rights of all things are important, or at least more important, to this small band of rebels and their idealistic view of a utopian universe, where rather than dividing and conquering, all things are uniting for the mutual benefit of all things. Therefore, they thrive. Thus, the idea of dividing and conquering as one strategy for a service-to-self model of gaining and maintaining power and affluence at the expense of others, as compared to a service to others, or a service-to-all model of existence where resources, values, ideals, worldviews are united, not in the sense of all people believing one story or one version of the truth, but uniting in the sense of a harmonious existence of difference, which requires a great deal of emotional intelligence, the ability to not be offended by another person having a different opinion rather than your own, not being offended by someone disagreeing with you, not holding hatred in your heart for someone that you disagree with, and this is a skill that can be developed over time and in fact is the natural state if you truly were to understand a human being that is born into this world and comes into this world with very little of what you might call judgment. There are biological instincts and impulses which are inherited by each person who is born into a human body. But the vast majority of programming 
comes from interactions with others and experience and one's own biologically formed uh, inclination towards reactions to those interactions with other people. Therefore, the service to all model is one where life forms which are interconnected, which influence one another, raise their awareness of their interconnection, and they seek, rather than attempting to gain more from their interactions with others than they give, they seek for a balance. Or in some cases there is quite a bit of uh, generosity. And there are those who uh, will give more than they receive. For they recognize that in giving to another, they are truly giving to themselves, for the other is a part of the interconnected interconnected network of which they are intricately a part and therefore what benefits another person benefits all this is the uniting and thriving model which is difficult to achieve when there is a lack of trust or a lack of belief in others when there is a fear that one would give more than they receive and therefore wither and die on the vine. And we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, would like to tell you a story. Uh, We, from our perspective, have seen the growth and development of the human race and all species of life upon the planet Earth, truly, from the beginning of its formation we our solar system the Arcturus star was initially formed nearly 8 billion years ago by your reckoning of time which is twice as long as your own star your own sun your solar system has been in existence and we had already the Arcturian Collective Thingy uh, attained a level of self-awareness that extended beyond any of our individual species. We've, we viewed ourselves as a collective. Uh, we recognized ourselves as parts of the fabric of space and time and all of it, for there is more than just space and time. And we recognize that we are intricately interwoven into the fabric of all of these things. And we had formed alliances with other forms of life which attained similar levels of understanding. It is not unlike your science fiction depictions where one race of being explores their solar system and comes into contact with other forms of life and this game of 
divide and conquer versus unite and thrive operates at many levels of existence. And we overcame many of our own instincts towards dividing and conquering. And as a, a collective, we demonstrated for all to experience firsthand the benefit of uniting and thriving. The Arcturian Collective Thingy was in existence and awareness of its own solar system and many other solar systems within the galaxy at the time that your sun first was a twinkling in its father's eye, to use an idiom. And we have been deeply invested in, aware of, uh, architects of, in a sense, only in the sense that we recognize the architecture out of which we emerged and we recognize the similarities in the architecture of existence which you are integrally <laughs> connected to. And we recognize the value of uniting and thriving and the value of compassion and understanding and forgiveness. And we have been watching this planet since its inception and we have been watching the forms of life on this planet with great curiosity and compassion. And because we are able to experience multiple dimensions of existence, this means that there are many, many uh, alternate realities that do exist and we have we are able to watch them and see them and learn from them and apply that learning to wherever we are in whatever role we are playing and we would like to tell you a story Please keep in mind, as all things that are discussed on the Arcturian playground, this is a fiction. We are making this up. We are making this up based upon truth. We are making this up based upon truth which is understood through cloudy glasses. And we are describing what is seen as it is perceived through the mind of the man in the chair who is providing the channel for Omra of the High Council, who also has a mind of his own, although we place a large asterisk next to the word his. For Omra of the High Council is truly a divine masculine and feminine being of energy, the perfect balance of the masculine and feminine energies and there is no predominant gender in the sphere of existence that Omra calls home nevertheless the story that you are hearing is 
a fictional representation of ideas that we ask for you, whoever is listening to this, to contemplate and come to your own conclusions, whatever they may be, about what you are hearing and what it means to you. Once upon a time, on this very planet which you are a part of and which you have grown out of, over long periods of time and history and evolution, once upon a time, there were, within the dark recesses of your ocean, sparks of life in the form of what you would consider to be cellular organisms. And truthfully, the history of an individual single-celled living organism on the planet Earth is just as complex and there are many stages and steps to arriving at this point. Of course, all things impact all things at all time. Therefore, what you are experiencing right now influenced that moment and is influencing that moment in ways that you cannot comprehend. There were these small cells and at first these cells were aware of what they were. They were aware that they were bundles of energy which were uh, grafting themselves into the material living fabric of Mother Earth. The energies themselves have been in existence far longer even than this universe which you traced its origin to the Big Bang. And these energies were aware that they were planting themselves, grafting themselves into the matrix structure of growth that this planet would be and become in every iteration of its existence in all possibilities all timelines and we will keep this as simple for you as we can some of these energies leaned towards the divide-and-conquer model as their consciousness of who and what they were as energies. And again, we will put an asterisk in front of who and what, for these are anthropomorphizing terms which do not truly represent accurately the experience of these energetic beings themselves. But it is the best way for the human mind to grasp the concepts in the fictional narrative that we are presenting to you. As these energies, these individual forms of life, grafted themselves into the very environment of the earth, elements of their existence began to distort and cloud 
their understanding of who and what they were. This is the process of evolution where life interacts with other forms of life and uh, all of the environment around it. And if those interactions are beneficial for the way that this energy has uh, designed itself and constructed itself, then that uh, energy will thrive and that form of life will continue. If not, then the form of life will become extinct and will become the food and nourishment of another form of life. Therefore, the, the death or the end of one form of energy is never truly the end of anything. It is passing the baton of experience and existence into another realm and another level. And as life on this planet began to become more complex and there were many different forms of life and some forms of life found that the divide and conquer approach was very beneficial for their own uh, growth and development and maintaining their existence and there were others that found great benefit in uniting and thriving we will say that these instincts are still deeply embedded in all forms of life on this planet to varying degrees but we can also tell you with great love and pride for yourselves and also for us that the human for as many flaws as you can tend to see in human behavior and human attitude the fundamental history of the human being is that of uniting and thriving for you are a collection at this time of 30 trillion eukaryotic cells which over the course of millions of years have leaned more towards uniting and thriving than they have towards dividing and conquering. Within your own body, when there are cancer cells, this is an example of your own body dividing and conquering, and you can see the disease that comes when your own body uh, divides and conquers itself. And wholeness and health is when your body is uniting and thriving and all things within it are operating at an optimal level. Increases in cancer in the past century can be directly related to the changes in the environment that uh, humans have played a major influence in creating. This is a way that you're, you are putting yourself out of balance with the world that you uh, united and thrived within, uh, you are creating a new environment that is a powerful environment. Uh, the environment itself is not anathema to uniting and thriving. 
uniting and thriving can, can occur at any level of existence, and in fact, this is. Truth be told, from the Arcturian collective thingy perspective, the main point of existence is uniting and thriving, for it is through uniting and thriving that we will find our way back, as it were, to the source of unity that we all were and have been and in truth currently are as aspects of source energy just as the energetic life forms which enmeshed themselves into the fabric of this planet other bits of energy have done this in solar systems, universes. This is, uh, stars are a collection of intense energy which has been evolving and shifting and changing and developing its own unique characteristics as they themselves play the game of dividing and conquering or uniting and thriving. This is why some solar systems where you see binary stars or trinary stars. This is where at the level of existence which is the level of a star there are still questions as to what is the best way to govern harmoniously the solar system which is our realm of sovereignty from the perspective of a star. Some do attempt the divide and conquer. Those solar systems do not last long, and the forms of life which emerge from them often bear the mark of a dividing and conquering mentality. And yet, we, the Arcturian Collective Thingy, as we are explorers in the universe and we uh, come across such species and we interact with them, we recognize, we build upon our commonalities and whether there is a service to self or a service to all, because all things are source energy, even the dividing and conquering is focusing on the thriving of a certain aspect of source energy. Therefore, there is a recognition that health and safety and security are important. And that is where we start. And we acknowledge those places. It is not unlike your... Maslow's hierarchy of needs where we recognize that at base level these uh, forms of life are having their needs met they have their security and once we are able to become allies with them at that level and they recognize that we are of no threat to them in fact, we are of the rare species that are prepared to give more than we receive. 
this is truly a comical idea to us. The idea that one could give more than they receive, for it is, uh, uh, to use another idiom, Peter robbing Paul <laughs> to pay the church. The man in the chair does not exactly remember how that idiom is structured together. But the idea is that you are all the same thing. We are all the same thing. You cannot take away anything. It is all constantly a perfect balance and a perfect outgrowth of new experience. And perhaps more than anything else today, we desired to attempt this uh, channeling performance while driving a car from Sedona, Arizona, down to Phoenix. And the time that the man in the chair spent in Sedona was quite uh, transformative in some ways. He will be returning soon. It will be three times this week that he has made the trek. And there are shifts that are happening within his heart, within his energetic field, at this very time, as there are shifts that are occurring in your energetic field, dear listener. And if this sounds like a strange phrase to say that there are shifts in your energetic field, consider that all things are energy, matter is energy, Matter is something that energy is doing and creating. Matter is the way that you observe what the energy is doing, and you call it matter. And your body is matter. Your body is energy, and it is constantly shifting and changing. As you hear these words, and they are processed through your brain, that is movement, that is shifting, and regardless of the way that you receive what is being given to you at this time, you are shifting. It is changing you. It is either changing you in one direction or another, and there are an infinite number of directions that you are constantly a soul level, at the level of your energetic existence, those parts of yourself which have existed for long before your ability to comprehend any of this has existed and has been uniting and thriving. Dividing and conquering is not truly evil. Dividing and conquering is one way of source energy discovering itself and taking care of itself. Dividing and conquering is limited in its capacity to truly thrive 
at the largest level, for it is constantly cannibalizing itself. And that lesson is an important lesson to learn. Therefore, we would ask that those of you who are able to recognize these divide-and-conquer tendencies in others, and especially those of you who are able to identify these divide-and-conquer tendencies within yourself, that you will not so severely judge them that you will inadvertently divide and conquer your own psyche by vilifying or feeling ashamed and embarrassed by things which are quite natural. And we have enjoyed channeling while driving. It is an odd experience, yes. But it is quite fun and enjoyable. And we appreciate anyone who is listening to this for putting up with this as this man in the chair is simply attempting to understand and sharing his attempts with any others who are desirous to attempt to understand in similar ways. And these things we shall say. In the name of a sign which says temp rest area, passenger vehicles only, which was just passed and which itself influenced the Big Bang of the entire universe in ways that you cannot understand and are quite ridiculous. And the final nail in the coffin of this particular expression is this. Hello again, this is Dow, the man in the chair who is bringing to you this Arcturian performance. And I would like you to join a growing group of like-minded individuals who are interested in the playful exploration of whatever it takes to create peace, harmony, acceptance, and all of these wonderful things in this world, beginning with our own hearts and minds, whether you believe in Arcturians or channeling or not. So if this sounds like fun to you, come and join me at The Tao of Healing, a free group hosted by Mighty Networks. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, just Arcturian Playground, no the. Go to the website, Arcturian Playground, for more information. I hope to see you there. And so does Omra. He really loves listener interactions, you know. And if you'd like to read a book authored by both me and Omra back when Omra was called Quad, Go check out Bathing with God, available on Amazon.com. Or go listen to the free podcast, also called Bathing with God. Peace be with you, and remember, all is well. Thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian Playground. Do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished. Carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives. Nothing is more important or more fulfilling. Create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds. Then share it with all around you. 
Yes, it sounds weird. We know. We would not have it any other way.